The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. I'm here in the beautiful surrounds of Powers Court Hotel in Wicklow today and I'm here because of the Together for Hospice, uh, the National Hospice Movement and their great fundraising event, the Hospice Coffee Morning and we'll have more on that in just a moment but with me here to talk about uh, hospice care, the importance of it and the importance of fundraising uh, as well is uh, the great Charlie Bird. Charlie, it is great to see you again and an absolute pleasure and we really, really appreciate you taking the time uh, to meet us here. Um, first of all, how are you and how is the health? You ask me now, how is my health? Unfortunately, not very well. My mobility is getting worse every day. Not a day goes by without a bad coughing fit and my mobility is getting worse every day now. To be very honest, I feel it won't be too long before I end up in a wheelchair. And then I will know how life is for the thousands of people who have lived in a wheelchair for so long. And I will begin to learn firsthand how these great people have been living for so long. And then what supports are you getting at the moment then, Charlie? The support I'm getting from right across the country is helping me to stay alive. And I have repeatedly said, as long as I have a breath in my body, I want to continue to extend the hand of friendship to people in dark places, to everyone with a terminal illness, just like myself. And what what difference, like even on just a day-to-day basis, what difference does that support make for you? Well, the help I'm getting from people all over the country and abroad is helping me enormously. I can't believe the amount of support I'm getting. It is blowing me away, but really importantly, it is helping me to remain strong and to survive as long as I can. But some mornings I wake up totally depressed, but when I think of all the support I'm getting, it lifts my spirits. And I am still receiving mass cards and lovely letters. Yes, I cry often when I am reading them, but they continue to help me extend the hand of friendship to people in dark places to support the great charities and organizations who are there to help people in dark places and people like myself who have a terminal illness. Well, listen, I know from people who have felt that hand of friendship reaching out from you over the last couple of years, what a huge, huge difference has made for them as well. But I mentioned the, the, the coffee morning the reason kind of we're here and what we're trying to promote and celebrate. How important is the Beulis Coffee Morning? The Beulis Coffee Morning on the 21st of September provides vital funding for the hospice, their care teams. And I am so honoured this year that I have been asked to help launch the campaign. And I am making a direct plea to everyone who supported Climb with Cherry to now support the Coffee Morning. Remember, none of us ever knows what we might be facing in years to come and you might need the help of the hospice or their care teams. So please, please support them. And, you know, you, you're well aware of this at this stage, Charlie, that obviously people held you kind of very dearly right at the outset of all of this. But what really struck a chord with people was that you've used the situation you find yourself in to campaign on those issues and to reach out that hand of friendship, as you, you keep telling us. How important is it for you, given the difficulties the physical difficulties you talked about there right at the outset, um, that you can keep campaigning on issues. You ask me a question, how important is it for me to keep campaigning on issues? I want to be blunt and very direct. It is helping me to stay alive and to continue to lift my spirits. In a way, all of this has happened accidentally. The amazing success of Climb with Charlie has urged me to help other organisations. Peta and the Irish Motor Neuron Disease Association benefited directly from my climb of our holy mountain, but now I am adding two more organisations to which I want to help. Samaritans and now the hospice movement. 
Yeah, two hugely, hugely important uh, organizations. Listen, Claire is with us as well. And uh, Claire, it's, it's good to see you. Tiger is with us. Tiger is oh, behind you, behaving, behaving, behaving for a change. Um, how much support and comfort uh, does Claire and Tiger offer, Charlie? Well, my beautiful wife, Claire, is now my carer and she is living every minute of my journey. We both have our up and down days. And Claire is very supportive of helping to raise awareness and funds for the groups we are supporting. Claire and I often end up shedding tears together. But I would not be as brave as I am without Claire being by my side. We are a team and our dog Tiger is a crucial part of our team. Again, he is playing a key role in our lives. On my darker moments, we both cuddle into Tiger. And Tiger senses when I am having a tough time and crying and is certainly helping me to survive. In a way, Tiger has ended up as the most well-known dog in Ireland. But I just love him. Most nights he ends up in our bed and it is so restful when we both end up cuddling Tiger. Yeah, I tend to agree. Don't mind Michael D and his dogs over in the Oris. I, we're going to give the, the, the crown to Tiger. You mentioned kind of the people you meet then on the street. So that's still a thing, despite, again, the, the, the difficulty you find yourself in and the challenges at the moment. You still get to meet the public much, do you? Because, like I say, there's still so much love and support out there for you. Yes, the love and the kindness that is shown to me, Claire and Tiger, is unbelievable. I cannot walk down any street across the country without somebody stopping us, telling me what great work I'm doing to raise awareness and raising funds for the groups I'm supporting. I want to be very honest, I never in my wildest dreams planned for anything like this to happen. And it is as a direct result of my terminal illness diagnosis. But I am so happy now that I am helping people in dark places, the groups who help these people. I continue to say while I have a breath in my body I am going to continue to help organizations and groups who help these people. And if I live long enough I would love to help other organizations as well. Um, is it, Claire, I want to talk to you as well about all the, the, the levels of support and, and, and everything. But uh, Charlie, I do have to ask, you know, it's, it's been the story that's kind of fueled everybody over the summer. And given your long tenure in Montrose, I mean, are you, are you sad to see what's been happening in RTE? Yes, it is very distressing to see what is happening to RT Acute. I spend most of my life working for public service broadcasting and I am so sad to see what is happening to the station now. I believe RT Acute plays a very important role for the democratic process in this country. I also believe that it is very important to have a private sector as well. I really believe it is important that we have a good private sector as well. If I had my voice, I would love to have been involved in the debate on the future of broadcasting and indeed the role of newspapers. I want every one of them to survive. It is a death wish of mine. I want people to recognise the importance of public service broadcasting. So, Claire, I mean, in terms of the support, the, the outside support mm. you're getting, how much help is it for you? That's amazing. I mean, mm. Beaumont Hospital, for example, you know, have been our main kind of carers and when they put me in touch with the hospice I initially went oh, I don't want to be in touch with the hospice because for me it's like this is going to be the end of Charlie's days like and it's the absolute opposite so we've had nurses that come around they would sit with us for an hour and the support they give me is like it's all about living don't be thinking about you know your final stages in life and it's really supportive because We've always just kept thinking, oh God, you're terminally ill, this is dreadful, how do we get on in life? So I don't feel bad if I have a laugh, 
I don't feel bad, you know, myself and Bird have our tears. But, you know, at the end of the day, the hospice, their support is, you know, try and learn to live life and don't always think about, you know, Charlie's illness. And it has helped us because we've been away. We went away for two weeks around Ireland and we've had some really <laughs> joyful moments because we think about, you know, we've got to live, you know. I mean, that's just the way we believe it. And the support has been amazing, not just from them now. Uh, but uh, was that... Like, was it difficult to get to that point? Is there a kind of a natural reaction that when you get kind of there's a terminal diagnosis that you're meant to almost go into this kind of oh. permanent state of grieving? Yeah, correct. It's absolutely dreadful because initially that's the way we were and we still have tears. We, I mean, there are nights when Charlie's up there crying and I'm going, oh my God, how am I going to get through this? You know, because I look after Bird. I mean, I'm up at seven. I look after all his needs, his mental needs, physical needs, and then I have to kind of go, I need to look after my needs to be able to help Charlie. So it is a kind of a circle, but yeah, no, it's 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 hard, but we, we get through it together. We really do. And, you know, I wouldn't like to mind anybody else except Charlie. He can be a bit difficult. <laughs> he's a bit bossy. You know, he kind of waves his arms around the face, but uh, no, he's he's fantastic. And we're getting through this together. And I keep saying to Bird, I could die before you. So we need to enjoy our life. Yeah. And because, uh, again, the, the other misconception when I talk about, say, a terminal diagnosis and you brought it up even yourself, like hospice care. That's what we're here to try and kind of shine a light on yeah. as well today. In a lot of people's minds, that's what it is, isn't it? I know. Well, I don't need that until kind of nearly the last few days but you kind of freak out by the word hospice and it's the opposite i mean the care they give is unbelievable and they kind of run hand in hand with bowman hospital who look after us they have a brilliant clinic there and they are fantastic as a team everything that we need physical mental they are brilliant and they introduce us to the hospice so that's why we decided we want to give something back and we want to be able to get out there and get people to do their coffee morning and raise the money that they need because they don't get any government mm. funding, nothing. It's all about, you know, the support that other people can give. So we're very pro-helping them, aren't we, Bird, you know, and any other charity, yeah. but the hospice at the moment. Yeah. And how, again, you know, you mentioned say, the holiday and Charlie was talking as well about, you know, the support of people. Like, is that still a great source of kind of buoyancy for you uh, as well. It is. We were in Galway um, last week and I can't tell you the story about the lady we met but we've had... Ah, so, go on! Oh, I don't think you can this say This is a safe space, no, Claire. We had, go great, on. we had great crack. There's so many women love Bird and he gets more hugs from women out there than he does from me. So, um, no, the support is brilliant. People are lovely and I think like Charlie has always been really, you know, people love Bird pre all this, but wherever we go, they all want a hug from Bird. We should just set that up maybe. Yeah, a hug from Bird. A hug from Bird. (laughs) I know, but they do love you, Bird. Yeah, they're fantastic and great support. And I I get a lot from that. Initially, I used to go, oh my God, everyone's coming up to Charlie. But now I love it. It, I know, I used to be a little bit jealous. No, not at all. People love him. (laughs) But I guess maybe it was a feel that they were intruding on kind of personal space initially, was there? Um, well, I couldn't get my head around it because I've always been very private. You know, Bert's always been the person out there. Yeah. I've always had my own life, own job. Very quiet. Nobody knew anything about me until all this. So, <laughs> yeah, I know. But it's, you know, the people out there are fantastic. They support Charlie wherever he goes. And it's lovely, isn't it? Yeah. He loves it. And Tiger gets a little bit more. Oh, does he? Yeah, does. yeah. Everybody loves tigers. They so do. Actually, when we arrived here, one of the ladies came up and said, oh, hi, hi, Charlie to Tiger, like calling Tiger <laughs> the wrong name. It's all, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 
but Tiger, he's yeah. Yeah, well, it's all good. Tiger is still uh, still behaving. Well, he had a well. couple of Tiger cupcakes. They made that for him earlier at the hospital. So oh I think wow! He's did they make Charlie cupcakes? No. No. Did they make Tiger Claire cupcakes? No. They made Tiger so cupcakes. So he's having a little bit of a snoozer there. Yeah. <laughs> Well, listen, despite all that uh, love for Tiger, it's the Hospice Coffee Morning we're, we're here for. HospiceCoffeeMorning.ie uh, is the website. HospiceCoffeeMorning.ie forward slash donate if, if you want to donate uh, as well. And it's all for Together for Hospice, which, listen, as you both say, uh, Claire, you and Charlie, you as well. It's so important. Thank you, everyone. Myself, Claire, and of course, Tiger, are so honoured to be here this morning to help launch the Beulies Fundraising Coffee Morning on the 21st of September. I want to be very honest in my long broadcasting career was not involved in hospice stories. But I do remember I was invited to help make a video for the Harold's Cross Hospice and Gay Byne was another person involved. But I never in my wildest dreams thought I would end up getting help from the hospice. My motor neuron makes me cry every day, but my voice bank does not pick up my crying. But coming to the end of my life the role that the hospice plays has been revealed to me. I love you all and from the bottom of my heart I want to say thank you on behalf of everyone for the crucial work you do to help people in the most difficult time of our lives. The Wicklow Care team have been great for us. Anytime we have a worry about a medical issue Claire rings them and they are back immediately with practical advice. When we first met them I was very honest I told them when my time comes I want to pass away at home surrounded by my family and the care team said they would be there to help and advise. I am now so happy to help support the hospice movement and their great support teams. Before I finish I want to say how crucial Tiger is to my life now. Tiger picks up when I am distressed. In my dark days now Tiger senses the distress I am going through and Claire I love cuddling him in our bed. It is a mad thought but Tiger along with Claire are helping me to stay alive. Ah oh, well listen Charlie well said and thank you so much and Claire thank you and Thanks. I know, this kind of sounds incongruous, but I've met you a few times over the last few years, Charlie, in News Talk and in Kilkenny for a walk. And despite the deteriorating health, it's life affirming every time I, I see you. And, and I know people listening would feel the same way. So listen, thank you so, so much. Thanks a lot. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.